Enough, you suckers on the side just looking salty. You can't sit with us. They're building up a dynasty for the future. Getting in, I so later I could put my feet up. Uh -huh. I provide the foundation, but you gotta build it up. If, if you're not, not a hustler, then you can't sit with us. Hey, what up, though? This is your boy, as always, El Ambitious, host of You Can't Sit With Us Radio. Shout out to my other host, Cute the DJ. As always, you know we got to start the show off with a positive quote. Today's quote is, not in doing what you like, but in liking what you do is the secretness of happiness. End quote. Yes, yes. So, I'm not going to even waste no further time, man. This brand new episode that we have for you features T-Walls. Um, T. Walls is an artist out here in Nashville, Tennessee, man. But, you know, born in Memphis, roots in Memphis. So, you know, we talked to him about Memphis, of course. We talked to him about, you know, performing and just a little bit of everything. You know, of course, we asked him, asked him the random serial question, everybody's favorite question. But we talk about a little bit of everything. Shout out to T. Walls. And, yeah, man. But, you know, of course, I got to say this too August 28th. 2 p.m. We're doing our next live show. Um, stay tuned. Keep tuning in to episodes. Follow us on social media for a flyer. So be on the lookout for that. But, yeah, to waste no further time, let's get into this brand new episode featuring songwriter, entrepreneur, artist, T. Walls, Threshold Brace, B. Jones. Take it away. Yeah. Jones, threshold, and you can't sit with us, never. Listen, listen, L let me start this statement off by saying welcome to the show. Here to put you up on topics that you really need to know. Live and center from the villa, introduce the coolest host. L Ambitious Q, the DJ, got you ready, good to go. Yo, what's happening? Welcome back to a brand new episode of You Can't Sit With Us Radio featuring myself. As always, L Ambitious, a.k.a. the kid that never sold dope. And the one and only, the smooth Cue the DJ, man. What's going on? What's going on, bro? We 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 reaching out live from live from fatherhood, man. <laughs> live from fatherhood. <laughs> That's everything. Couldn't though. make it in person, man. But we but we we here in spirit right. through the phone line. Right, right. <laughs> Got to take care of them kids, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. First priority. First priority. <laughs> but how you doing though, man? Man, we good, bro. We good, man. I got a. Um, we got a, a, a wedding to, to go to a little later on today. And for me, you know, being being a DJ, it feels weird to go to a wedding and not have to work it. Right. <laughs> you know, like just going there is just a, a guest. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So um, I think it, uh, it it's, it's going to be a super fun time, man. So I'm I'm excited. That's good. That's good. How you feeling, bro? I'm doing pretty good, man. Life is good. It's all right. You know, it's pretty good. <laughs> another day, another dollar, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging in there, but sure. man, oh! Um, so did you see? Did you see in Florida where that dude he uh, he got bitten by an alligator because mm. he he thought it was a dog? Mm? Yeah, so he he <laughs> he thought the alligator was a dog, man. And uh, yeah, I didn't confuse an alligator with I, dog. I I have no idea. Shit, two different sides, right? <laughs> I I have no idea. It said uh. Yeah. If I see a dog that looks like an alligator, I'll probably stay away from it. Something, something wrong, man. It sounds yeah, like something yeah, from Stranger yeah. Right. It's Florida, though, so, you know, yeah. you know how that go. But, now nah, they, they, the alligator pulled, like, the, his leg off or something, the muscle, mm. out the, you know, all that. So, yeah, I don't know what he, I don't know what he was thinking. 
man, that yeah, cause that remind me of that that you been seeing that video floating around of that uh that gorilla that was in the cage or, oh, or yeah. ape or whatever and, and grabbed yeah. dude. I was like, man, I would have came about that shirt so quick. <laughs> I, sure, I don't know what that's what I was thinking. Why you did just come out the yeah, shirt? I'm like, I don't know why you was even letting them grab you that long. I would have been out there. That's yeah. That's why I don't yeah, I, I didn't understand that. But yeah, man, as always, you know, we keep the most amazing, talented, dopest, spectacular guests on the show. And today is like no other. We got an artist, entrepreneur, songwriter, T. Walls on the show with us today, man. How you doing? Man, I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm happy to be here. Appreciate you guys for having me on, man. Today's a good day. <laughs> Today's a good day. That's dope, man. So you, you eat some breakfast this morning, thing? Man, I think I had a damn cereal bar this morning. <laughs> and that's about <laughs> it. That's about it, man. I need, yeah, man, I need to start eating more in the mornings, but I can't always force myself to do it. Breakfast is usually the meal that everybody skips. Yeah, I try yeah, not does. to, though, man, because I try to go to the gym, you know, a few times a week. So, I mean, I need to get that in the morning because if I don't, when I go to the gym, I'm dreading it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm dreading it. What kind of, uh, what kind of bar was it? Oh, uh, I think it was a Frosted Flakes Frosted, cereal oh, okay, bar. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I feel like this is one of the OG cereals, man. That's just me, though. I feel like that's that's pretty standard. Smooth, <laughs> man. Well, we appreciate you for pulling up, bro. Um, just go ahead and um, I would say, you know, get more into depth in, and just let the people know who you are and, and what you do. All right, man. Well, like you guys said, man, I, I'll go by T-Walls, man. I'm originally from Memphis. Uh, I moved out here to the Nashville area, I don't know, about 10 years ago. Came out here to go to school. Graduated from MTSU a few years ago. And throughout that whole time, man, I've been dealing with music since, since I don't know, man, since I was maybe 13, 14, kind of just been on and off, you know, going through life, making all these different changes through life. But it's like ever since, you know, I've gotten out of college, gotten out of that mindset, I'm really, you know, all in it right now where I'm really trying to make a push to see, you know, what type of change I can make. You know what type of impact I can make with the music that I put out for people, because I mean I speak from the heart when I do a lot of stuff that I write, and yeah, you know I really just I just want to be able to tell my story. I know you know a lot of people say they want to tell their story too, but I don't mm-hmm. know. I feel like I I feel like I can just do it in a different and unique way. I don't want to sound like you know every artist that you kind of hear these days. So I'm trying to bring that old school rap back in my opinion. Right. I hear you. I hear you. Um, what did you uh? So you said you 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 went to school. What did you go to school for? Uh, computer information systems. Okay. Okay. So, so I can so, do a little bit of code and work. CIS. Right. <laughs> yes, there you go. CIS. Yep. So I mean, I can do code and I work in data analytics right now. So. Okay. And I do. I do. Okay. I do have a you know a pretty nine to five job. I mean, I'm working remote, so I mean I can work from the house, but I'm based oh, okay. downtown, so. Word. Yeah. I have to drive out here every every once in a while, but it ain't too bad. Can't complain yeah. about the money, so. Complain at all. Can't complain at all. Man, man, I mean, I love I love doing that stuff, man. And I've always told myself, you know, I know music is like where my true passion at, but I've always tried to have a backup plan just in case, you know, shit hits the fan. So, I mean, I yeah. do have that backup plan, and that's my, you know, that's what I enjoy doing now. But where my mind is at is. It's it's that pen and paper, man. I write. I'm I'm always writing. That's where my mind's at. So, mm. do you think it's uh you think it's important to have that backup plan? Oh yeah, always, man. Like that's that's one thing you know. That's one thing my mom always tried to preach to me. And then you know, growing up in Memphis, man, I got so many family members that didn't have that backup plan. 
So, you know, I kind of watched them, you know, as I was growing up and I made sure to always have a backup plan. Sometimes I try to have a backup plan for the backup plan. (laughs) And I mean, that's just me, though, man. I like to think, you know, proactive and not reactive. So I'm always trying to be one step ahead. Always. So what what made you what made you move to Memphis? Oh, so I'm from Memphis. Okay. Yeah. I mean, not Memphis, yeah. but Nashville. Oh, yeah, My bad. school. <laughs> so originally, I was going to go to the University of Memphis, but at the time, I was with somebody in high school, and she brought up the idea of MTSU. So okay. at that point, I'm like, what the hell is MTSU? <laughs> never heard of it, never mm-hmm. seen the school, never knew nothing about it. So, I mean, I came out here, kind of liked the campus, so it was a different vibe, and I don't know, man. I've always told myself, you know, I love the city of Memphis, but it's too crazy out there for me to want to raise a family there. Mm-hmm. So... You- you still got family there? Oh, yeah, all my family. Okay. There. okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm mostly out here, just just me and my people that I've met since I've been out here. I mean, I think I got one cousin that's out here, but I'm not too close with him. But I mean, I chop it up with him every once in a while. How you how yeah. you, how you you feel about the growth of Nashville? <laughs> the growth of Nashville is crazy. And that's that. I'm glad you asked me that. So I've been looking into trying to buy a house out here recently. Mm. <laughs> and yeah, that's that's the yeah. reaction that I got right <laughs> now because it's like if I would have done it two years ago, mm-hmm. I would have been straight. But it's like now, nah. I'm looking at I'm looking at thumb prices like <laughs> man, y'all should just say uh the next LA in the making because sheesh, mm-hmm. yeah, because hey, I. I have been I have been talking to Q Company. We trying to get a real estate agent on the show so we can Ooh. talk about that, man. Yeah, so that yeah, stuff, that stuff crazy, man. Yeah. Like it's it's so crazy to watch how the growth has just been going and it's not slowing down. Nah, yeah. definitely not. Man, Do you think uh, Memphis has some of those same aspects? I mean, I can see it a little bit out there. I think the city still got a you know a long ways to go, but I mean, I, I feel like they're trying to get there. I know I'll compare like the prices out here to out there because in the back of my mind sometimes I've been thinking about moving like to like the outskirts of Memphis. I don't want to stay in the city. I grew up in the city. I'm good. Like I know what's in the city. I want to probably you know venture out to the outskirts if I do it. But uh, yeah, I mean the prices out there compared to out here is just I can get like twice as much house out there for the same amount of money. So yeah, yeah it's crazy. And if uh, let's. If uh, John, ja- uh, nah, if uh, uh-huh. but oh uh, yeah, if John ja Morant bring a title, man, it's gonna oh, yeah. it's gonna be oh, a lot yeah, change. Yeah. And that's another thing. See, I'm a big Grizzly <laughs> fan. Yeah, I'm a big Grizzly fan. So I mean, this past year, I thought this was it. I know a lot of people got their own opinions, but you know, when I look at that Golden State Warriors series, uh, nah. I think we could have we could have did that, man. We dropped two easy games and. They so young though, yeah, so yeah, that's they, the other thing too. Yeah. Yeah. So they made it's a lot really of, just the beginning for them. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, they made a lot of young mistakes, and I mean, you know, I can own that. I like, I like the potential that we got right now, though. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, they win a chip though. Uh, yeah, that city's gonna go crazy. Yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah. the city will calm down a little bit if they win a chip. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's um, man, let's 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 get into it, man. So when did you uh, what got you into into doing music? Man, so when I was younger, man, I used to always enjoy like writing poems and shit. Like, and when I say poems, I'm talking about like all kind of poems. Like, I'd be writing mm-hmm. like love poems in like third grade, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like I was that dude. Well, I had yeah. a, I had an older cousin who was probably I don't know five six years younger, older than me, and uh, he was in he was into music, and he was into music so much where he was kind of just doing shows throughout the city. And I mean, he had a little buzz going for him out there in Memphis. Um, well, during all of that, I mean, I asked him one day, I'm like, man, you know, I'm gonna, let me get on the song, man. Let me see what I got. So 
Mm-hmm. I would ask him and ask him and ask him, and then a few months down the line, he finally let me do a song with him, and I heard it. And I'm like, oh shit! I'm like, I can like you know write this, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I like the way it sounds, and so it's like, man, I started there, first song ever did. And then I started talking to my mom about, you know, buying me all this recording stuff while I'm like, you know, 13, 14, 15. So she started helping me out with it. You know, she started buying all the different equipment for me. And I mean, I got so much stuff recorded. Like I got shit that's still online from like 2009, 2010. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy. And I mean, who knows, Mm -hmm. you know, what would happen, you know, with the right, you know, PR people to kind of like push it all. But uh, that's kind of where it started, man. And then I mean. Throughout high school, I kind of kept it going, and then I finally got to college. I kind of took a break to like you know get that backup plan that I talked about, and it's yeah. like now since I got that backup plan, and I feel like that's pretty stable, you know. Now I'm really starting to really push it, so I've kind of been doing you know shows here and there. I did a show here last week at the Cobra, uh, and I mean that was pretty good. So I mean I'm trying to you know keep that going, keep making connections, you know, and just see where it takes me because I I never know. I mean you never know what'll happen. Where'd you, uh, where'd you get the name T. Walls at? So, uh, T is short for my first name, which is Tevin. Okay. Uh, and then Walls is my is my last name. So, back in, like, high school, I had a lot of people calling me that. So, I just kind of just adapted to it at that point. And, I mean, it's pretty clean. I mean, somebody asked me, you know, where the name came from. I'm like, hey, it's me. Like, that's literally my name. So, <laughs> kind of just adapted to it, though, man. But, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't something I thought of. I'll put it that way. I know uh, uh, you, you can go here. No, my bad. Um, how do you? How much of how much of an effect do you think Memphis has on your music with you being from there? Man, so I will say this: when it comes to like the gritty and like grimy stuff, I talk about sometimes that's all Memphis. Strictly mm-hmm. just because I mean, it, it, it was hard growing up in the city, you know, seeing the stuff I saw, you know, fighting through the battles I fought through, you know, growing up there. So I mean. It takes a big effect on me, but it's kind of like it also gives me, I feel like, the street knowledge that I need to kind of be on my own. So it's like, you know, I move out here. I'm in Murfreesboro right now. It's a totally different environment out there. But, I mean, sometimes I still see myself, you know, looking over my shoulder while I'm out there, you know, in a pretty safer environment for the most part. So, I mean, (laughs) a lot of times when I'm writing, man, I always think back on, you know, that type of stuff. But I also know how to kind of like blend it well with, you know, the things I've been around for like the last 10 years. Because it ain't, I mean, I I haven't really had to worry about anything since I've been here. But it just gives me, you know, a lot of perspectives on things uh, being from Memphis. Like, I'm always going to keep that that side of me tucked away and hopefully it stays tucked away. (laughs) (laughs) When was the last time music heal the situation that you was going through that's a good question so i put out a single uh on my birthday this year which was uh february the 11th and the single was called rise up and the whole purpose behind that single was it was me recovering from an ep that i released back last year around like october november Mm -hmm. so the ep was called ambivalent with that ep it pretty much just talked about you know a lot of different pain that i've kind of went through you know since i was growing up that i never talked about so it's a lot of situations that I kind of shied away from, you know, with talking about. And I finally just put it all in one like CD. And it's like the moment I did that, I felt like I lifted a weight off my shoulder. And then I wrote this single called Rise Up, which goes into, you know, me rising to the occasion, me feeling like, you know, my time is coming as long as I keep pushing. Like at some point I got to rise to that when, that, when my name is called. 
right. Hey, that's a great segue to get into the song, man. Oh, yeah. Great segue. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So you said you said this song was just released this year? Yeah. Yeah. So the song was released uh, back in February. So it's been out a few months. Uh, I've performed it a few times, but uh, yeah, man, the song, the song literally just talks about you know my rise, man. I want to make a statement, so okay, that's the purpose uh, behind it. The music video out for it? I do got a music video okay. out for it. Too. Right, yeah, music sure video check it out. Yeah, so y'all check that out. T Walls Rise Up. All right, yeah, we're gonna get it to Rise Up. We'll be right back on You Can't See With Us Radio. Yes, sir. Nigga. Now it's time to rise up more and more to make the hater sour. Elevated myself to the top of the tower. Money, 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 I want all the power. It's time to rise up. Now it's time to rise up more and more to make the hater sour. Elevated myself to the top of the tower. Money, 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 I want all the power. It's time to rise up. Welcome back to You Can't Sit With Us Radio. Got T Walls on the show with us. Alright, so if you had if you have a do you have a best and worst song that you ever made? <laughs> a best and worst song, man. In your opinion. 
Sometimes when I listen to some of the stuff I wrote years ago, I think to myself, like, what the fuck was going through my mind when I wrote that? Like, I got a lot of stuff that I kind of look back and I just, you know, I don't, I feel like I see myself growing in phases. So it's like, you know, a few years ago, I go back and listen to something and I'm just like, uh, like, that's just not it. But I have other people that still love it. So, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, shoot, I don't know what the hell my worst song would be. Let me let me think on there. Right. Best song. Um, there's a few, man. So I think the best song that I've wrote that a lot of people have adapted to is a song called Late Night Vibes. So I wrote this song back in 2019, and it's been my top view song on YouTube and on Apple Music. I've tried to outdo this song, and I cannot do it. I don't know what it is about it. I think it's just like the chill, like like aspect the song gives people like the chill feeling it gives people because it just it's just a super chill song but i mean that song has been my top song you know for a while and i probably should embrace it a little bit more but i mean it was just something i was just feeling the day of and i just wrote it mm. but yeah i mean if you guys get a chance man listen to late night vibes like it's it's, okay. it's a vibe for sure okay and i know you perform at some uh festivals and yep. pittsburgh and houston yep how how was those experiences? So man, the one in Pittsburgh, man, was a pretty was a pretty different experience. I've never, you know, been up there. So I mean, I went up there just for the Mill Vale Music Festival, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it was a pretty decent experience. I mean, you know, I gained a few new fans out there, and you know, my my goal is always to try to just spread myself, you know, just throughout, you know, wherever I can. So I mean. Uh-huh. I, I, I sold a few shirts while I was up there. So, I mean, it was a pretty decent experience. And I mean, same, you know, for Houston. Like, everything, you know, that I've been trying to be, that I've tried to do, most of the things I try to do, I try to do it local. Mm-hmm. But if there's an opportunity, you know, to expand it, you know, beyond just where I'm at now, I always will take that opportunity. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man, I mean, those were, those were pretty different experiences. But, I mean, I appreciated them. It It's it's different, too, just because, I mean, I go out there and, you know, I don't have as many fans because a lot of people probably ain't even heard of my name out there. Right. But here, when I host the show, like, I can at least have some of, you know, my actual people that I know. So, right, right. I mean, it's, it's, it's different, but I can appreciate, you know, the people that did become a fan after they heard me live in person. Okay. So, how does your, um, how does your family feel or, or how, I guess I'll say, how supportive is your family? Uh, with your music I mean I feel like most of my family Has been pretty supportive They've pretty much Been on my side The entire way Like I think the biggest Like Person that's kind of Like made an impact Is probably my mom Just because She's helped me so much You know With getting started And With really trying to make A You know A push for this If it's something I want But at the same time She's always told me to You know Make sure you have That backup plan So it's like right. no matter what that's always been you know the one thing for me it's like yeah i can do that but you know the the chances I, the way i look at it is i'm a person where i look at things worst case scenario i can look at myself all day and be like yeah i got the potential i got the sound but you know if i don't have the team or you know the scout you know looking to help me really get in that direction without having the high amount of funds how am i going to get there so I always, you know, approach it with the situation of, yeah, I love this and, you know, this is really what I want and I'm going to do everything I can, but the rest is kind of like out of my hands at that point. So, you know, I keep that backup plan, man, but my family's pretty supportive. My mom has been pretty supportive. Everybody that's around me, you know, are pretty supportive. And uh, they say, you know, they like, you know, a lot of the stuff I put out. I don't always hold family accountable for that, though, because, I mean, they family. So, I mean, the way I try to work is I try to let somebody listen to something. 
that don't know it's me and then get their true reaction because mm. you know at that point they don't know it's me they don't tell me you know truly how they feel about something right. uh, but back to the question man my family's pretty supportive <laughs> <laughs> no no problem so that um kind of brings me to my second question so like when you're recording you know you're playing your music now what's your ideal uh, environment when you're doing it like do you like a lot of people around you you like to be just kind of you know to yourself or, or what's your ideal environment to make music in so normally it's normally just me so i got a spot set up at my at my house where you know the room's blocked off i got a bunch of like low setting lights in there it's just me it's like you know it's my way to like just decompress and i feel like you know it's just me by myself and i'm kind of just letting out how i feel you know through vocals through a beat like all that stuff and i mean that's my ideal way is to do it by myself so you know just taking you guys through like you know just my recording process man like i'll sit there and write something to you know an instrumental beat um and the whole time I'm doing that, you know, I'm always listening to it over and over and over to see how can I maximize, you know, my potential with the song. Uh, and through that process, man, I got like a team of people who take my raw stuff and they beef it up, you know, to make it sound, you know, studio ready, yeah. radio ready, all that good stuff. But, you know, most of the time it's just me. Every once in a while, if I'm doing a feature with somebody, I have somebody there with me. But, you know, a lot of times it's just me, man. Low setting, dark room screen on <laughs> lights uh -huh. on and, and I'm just ready to go I feel it how do you uh, how do you get over uh, writer's block if you ever have it writer's block takes a while for me like I've had it a few times but it's like I don't know man like I just have my moments like it's some moments where like things just don't flow real and recently what I've been doing is everything that I've so I had a bunch of songs that I wrote probably about a few probably about a month or two ago I went back and listened to them like a few weeks ago and I was like nah these not it like I don't <laughs> like my verses I'm like these not it so what did I do I went back and you know rewrote a lot of those verses the easiest way probably for me to get over writer's block man is I don't know man I just keep listening like I just I feel like I, I hear a hard beat and like it'll just pause me because I'm like what the hell can I talk about here <laughs> But it's yeah. like I just keep listening to it, keep listening to it, keep listening to it, and then eventually, like, something just click. And then back at first, I used to—I'm not gonna lie—I used to smoke. <laughs> that would open up all types of opportunities, <laughs> you know, for me. So, I mean, I ain't really been doing that recently, though. I mean, I've been, you know, pretty chill. But I don't know, man. Writer's block is hard. It's hard to even like think about because it can just happen out of nowhere, and then some days it's just gone. So. I don't yeah. know, man. I need me a coping mechanism for that, but <laughs> most of the time, man, I just I just keep pushing until I'm until I'm over it. Yeah. Q, you got anything? Um. Oh, so uh, my last question was um. So what are what are some of your uh goals that you have right now as far as your music, like even short term, long term, just things that you're really trying to you know get to or or accomplish? I'll say. So I'll say short term, uh, probably, you know, just getting myself just more exposure. So, you know, just meeting with people, talking to people, because, I mean, I feel like connections are everything. Like, yeah, you know, you connect with the right people, man. It can take you to so many different places that you never even thought of. Mm -hmm. So, you know, even with stuff like this, man, like, you know, I'm new to you guys. You guys are new to me, but this is a new connection for me. So, you yeah, know, I try to right. take all that stuff, you know. I don't take it, you know, lightly. I, I try to, you know, really push all my different connections I have with everybody. But, I mean, 
Really just looking for more exposure, man. I got two other guys that uh that are kinda like in this thing with me right now. Like we yeah. uh we have a label called Wall to Wall Entertainment. Figures, I'm sure you can see where that came from. But <laughs> we have a we have a label called Wall to Wall Entertainment. It's another uh, hip hop artist, his name Keith Mosley, and then it's an R and B artist named Esquire. Both of those guys are two great fucking artists. But you know, I feel like us three right now are our, you know, we're our own team and the biggest thing is we're really just trying to, you know, get more exposure, keep doing music, and you know, just see where it goes. I've even been talking to, uh, I think you guys know Gerard. I've been, he's yeah. been helping me a lot with like, you know, setting up interviews and, you know, reaching out to people that's local. You know, really looking for different ways to, you know, get my name out there. So that's that's the biggest thing. Long term though, man. I love music so much. I don't know if I ever could let it go. But one person who who I like you know truly idol based on you know just like the way they started and kind of like where they are now is if I could be in Jay-Z's role right now I'll take it <laughs> literally I'll take it like just the way he's done stuff from you know doing you know all the music he's done early in his career to now you know being you know at the head of the table like that's kind of like the trend that I would like to see myself go in long term I know that's not you know something to speak on you know just just easily but that's 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 a long term goal for sure. Yeah, shout out to uh, Gerard though, cause yeah, he put us on to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Gerard's my Gerard. guy, man. He's he's been helping me a lot. You know, he's probably helped set up maybe like five different interviews, including this one. So he's been helping me a lot. He's helped me, you know, pretty much put on some of these shows that we've put on. Like we did the show at Cobra last week. Mm-hmm. We did a show at Cobra. I don't know a few uh, a few months ago. He got me booked at the East Room a few months ago. So he's been helping a lot. Uh, so I mean, yeah, shout out to him for sure. Word, word. Yeah. All right, let's get into your second song. Talk about burning. So burning, man. It's a new single. It's gonna be releasing this Friday. What day is that? Uh, June seventeenth. Uh, it's more of like an R and B, you know, type of vibe, and it pretty much just goes over, you know, like I feel like I let you know somebody kind of get away, and you know, since I let them get away, I feel like I gotta find a way to get them back. So. The song pretty much just talks about, you know, my heart is still burning for this person and I can't, that, that fire just won't go nowhere. Like, I can't put it out. And I think people are really going to dig this single when they hear it. It's something different from me, but it speaks a lot of volume and and that's 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 the type of message I'm trying to relate to people going forward is, and I want people to hear it. All right. Word. So let's get into burning and we'll be right back on You Can't Sit With Us Radio. Wait, no. 
to bring it back To fill a void, I'm missing baby to be exact Every time I hear your voice, it just give me the chills And it's so hard to even swallow that pill You can't help when that singer calling the phone rings And I leave you such a sweet message of all things Shit, cause I don't want another valentine I hate to make this feel so disinclined Don't wanna think about crossing the line Me and you really should just sip some wine Leaving roses for you at your desk Should I just send another text? Cause the fire just ain't done burning yet But I don't wanna hear you make a threat Feeling so stuck in my shoes Don't really know what to do when Burning for you My heart's still Burning Burning My heart's still burning for you My heart's still burning, burning, burning. I just let it burn. I just let it burn. Either way, I just let it burn. I don't wanna, but I let it burn. What it do, what it do, what it do Welcome back to You Can't Sit With Us Radio So, T-Walls, it is time for random ass questions <laughs> These questions have absolutely nothing to do with what we talked about today Are you ready? Shit, I don't know, let's do it <laughs> <laughs> Alright man, so Yeah, Q is not with us no more But this is one of our favorite questions So, first off, do you eat cereal? Yeah, I feel like All I right. eat cereal. Yeah, yeah. All right, so are you a crunchy eater or you like to wait a couple minutes, let it get soggy and eat it? What's so, man, I think cereal needs to be ate like crunchy. I feel like when it's soggy, it's just, I don't know, it's, it's weird. It's weird. Like, I feel like you at least got to put some milk on it, let it, and, you know, just, it's like a combination right. for me. Right. So, because Q, like, his, he like to wait a couple minutes, let it get a little soggy, see, you see, know. See, it, it feels weird at that point. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, that's, uh, I wish Q was here so we could talk about that. that that's that's crazy. <laughs> he said, like, it hurt his gums when he chew, you know. Well, I mean, it also depends on the cereal, yeah. too. Because if you eat shit like Captain Crunch, yeah. then yeah, you <laughs> exactly. don't care about your gums. <laughs> Does everybody nah, say that, yo? Yeah, your gums are gone by the time you finish with that. But, yeah, I ain't never really had that problem, though. So, I don't know, man. I, well, I, I, how you like yours? I mean, I like mine's crunchy. Oh, okay, yeah, I don't be, I don't know, I don't know if y'all just be eating it like yeah, real fast. Yeah, I don't like. know. It, it's like if it's soft, it's like noodles or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. All right, how many, how many days without a shower is okay? All right, I'm gonna be real. That's tricky. <laughs> <laughs> that's tricky. Only because I'll say this. Let's say I wake up, you know, today. 
I don't do mm-hmm. absolutely shit at home. Right. I'm just sitting at home. If I ain't doing nothing, I may go, you know, an extra day without taking one just because I'm not doing right. shit. But if I'm being active, you know, moving around, sweating, oh, man, it ain't no such thing as waiting a day. Like, I got to take a shower the first chance I get. But I can't, I, I, I ain't going to lie. Like I said, if I'm sitting at home, maybe not doing nothing, I try not to, but, I mean, you know, I ain't going to let, I ain't gonna let more than a day go by. I put it that way. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna let more than a day yeah, go by. <laughs> Gotta stay clean. All right. You think it's possible to blow a balloon underwater? I feel like that's something you ask somebody <laughs> when they high. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I'm trying to think about that logically. Like, is that possible? I don't know, man. Uh, how do you keep water from getting in the balloon right. if you're blowing it underwater? Now that I think about it, I yeah. don't know. I don't. Th- I don't. Th- I don't know. They were saying it's like you gotta have like powerful ass lungs. Oh well, yeah. Or you gotta have like a machine. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna be able to do it. That's too much energy for me. <laughs> All right. Would you have? Would you rather have a goat or a bird as a roommate? Probably a bird A goat is too big for me Like if it's a bird It's pretty small I ain't gotta worry about it Especially if it's like a, You know either or A goat I don't even know What what to do with a damn goat A bird I can put it in the cage And just be like Hey chill out Like you know But a bird for sure Yeah okay. Yeah cause I don't know Goats be chewing up everything Yeah that's what I'm saying Goat chewing up shit A bird is just probably Talk my damn head off But you know I can I can deal with that Shout out to my bird lovers I know one for, 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 To be exact Okay, would you would you rather get lost in the jungle for six months or trapped underground? Am I trapped underground for six months? Yeah. Got to be jungle, man, because, I mean, now that I, well, what's on, yeah, it got to be jungle because, I mean, I don't know what's underground. Yeah. Right. At least in the jungle, <laughs> like, like I, my lady watched Naked in the Phrase, so, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I've seen at least a little bit from that, but it's like a jungle? Shit, uh, I mean, not a jungle, but underground. I don't even know what's under there. Yeah, nah, I'm uh, good, man. Yeah, it'd be a jungle. <laughs> At least I could try to survive. Uh, underground, it's, I can't see shit. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <Right. laughs> yeah, that's it. All right, uh, let's see, let's see. Oh, uh, if, a, if a smirk starts to choke, what color does it turn? A smurf? Yeah, sm- yeah. Aren't they blue? Yep. I assume purple. Mm, okay. Is they, is they wrong? Nah, I mean, it's right. It's, oh, okay. You know, they already blue, so it's yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I sold purple after that. I don't know. Maybe black after purple. I don't know. All right. Would you. Nah, you know what? In a in a zombie apocalypse, if a, if a kiss could make those zombies humans again, would you do it? In a, in a zombie apocalypse, if a kiss could make them human, would I do it? I ain't gonna lie, she gotta be a fine zombie for that, dog. <laughs> Cause I'm just thinking about it. I'm just like, she gotta be a fine zombie, and then she gotta help spread the, the love after that. Cause I don't know, man. I'm oh, pretty. Man. I'm pretty. I don't know, man. I I like my space too, man. I don't like people all up in my space. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. I probably could help a little bit. I I like to be the reason why we got over the apocalypse. How about that? I'd be the hero, <laughs> only for the only for the fine chicks though. Okay, and let's see. Would you would you rather stick a whole whole stick of butter? Now, would you rather eat a whole stick of butter or a whole bottle of maple sh- syrup? I was gonna say the butter, but it needs to be melted. 
Maybe Maybe that'll make it A little bit easier for me Yeah Syrup is thick too though So <laughs> Sheesh It's like Which one can I get down soon <laughs> Uh Damn man These some random ass <laughs> questions Exactly <laughs> Uh I put syrup on all my shit, man. So I guess that not all my shit, but like you know, pancakes, waffles, right, stuff right. like that type of shit. Okay, so, okay. so probably the syrup, man. Because if it's a stick, I, I ain't trying to eat a stick of butter. Like, damn, that's hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck it, syrup, syrup. <laughs> all right, last question is: Do you think angels get high? Do I think angels get high? Yeah. I mean, they already in the air and they're high. So I mean, mm-hmm. it depends on I guess how you saying it. If you saying get high like elevation wise, then yeah, they already there. So, shit, I don't know. They might. I mean, <laughs> we ain't never heard nobody. So, I mean, they might. Maybe that's why they up there to begin with. Right. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, you got any questions you want to ask me? Man, I don't really have too many questions, man. It's been, it's been, it's been a nice, you know, it's been a nice vibe here, man. I can appreciate what you guys are doing. I appreciate you guys for even having me no here. Problem, man. You know, it's 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 hard out here. So, yeah, no I, I problem at all, man. All right, uh, yeah, but, yeah, of course, appreciate you being on the show. Shout out to your social media. Anything else you want to say? Yeah, man, y'all. So, once again, man, I go by T-Walls. You can follow me on Instagram at S-T-Walls. That is spelled I-T-S-T-E-E-W-A-L-L-S. No spaces. You can follow me on there. I'm on YouTube. I'm on, I've am i recently been on TikTok where, like, I've been doing, like, some verses by me. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm starting to try to probably wrap that up a All little right. bit. But you can follow me on TikTok at T underscore Walls. I'm on Twitter. I don't really use it as much, but <laughs> mainly Instagram. That's mainly where you can really keep up with a lot of my content. So you can also get on YouTube, search T Walls to listen to anything. I got several music videos out. I'm gonna shoot a new video for the song Burner you guys heard earlier. So stay on the lookout for that. But recently, last video was Rise Up. It's a pretty dope video. So feel free to listen to it. Check it out. Let me know what you think. All right. Cool. Cool. So yeah. Uh, let's see. Before we go, let's see. Yeah, August, yeah, August twenty eighth, man. We told y'all we're doing our next live show. So, uh, yeah, August twenty eighth. I think two p.m. We're gonna do it. So, man, y'all keep listening to the show. Look for a flyer in the next couple months. Uh, let's see. Keep streaming the theme song "Threshold Brace" featuring B. Jones and Diamond Sherry. Of course, it's called "You Can't Sit With Us." A player available on all platforms. Music video is on YouTube, so make sure you check that out. The remix go crazy as well, so check that out. And yeah, as always, follow me at Ambitious One K on Instagram and Twitter. That's the number one in the letter K. If you don't know how to spell ambitious, go ask Alexa, go ask Siri, go look it up in the dictionary. <laughs> do what you got to do. Threshold Brace, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can't sit with us, radio. Just Google us, man. You can't sit with us, radio, all platforms. We'll show up. And of course, man, follow Q the DJ, man, at Q the DJ. And until next time, man, El Ambitious, I am out.